<laughs> so James, before we start, I, I just wanted to talk about one little thing. Good morning, Christopher. <laughs> Good morning, James. How are you how was your week? Well, can I just start with You my, can start. start with, okay, so I want to talk about Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving's just got over with, but this is somewhat related. So uh, because of the holidays, I have kids and they want to do out of the normal things. So for example is I get asked, hey, Pop, can I stay out a little bit later tonight or can I go out on a weekday? For the holidays. Well, I think it's not even the holidays. It's, it's a school. Okay, so this is what happened last night. So my daughter asks me, she says, um, I'm going over to a friend's house, which happens to be a boy, and and what we're going to do is we're going to go look at Christmas lights with their family and one other family, and we're going to drive around and look at Christmas lights. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Just make sure you're home, you know, a little bit after eight's fine, but make sure you're home at a decent hour. I know eight seems like... Early? Early. But how old is your but daughter? school... 16. And you're right, that is early. But I know how teenagers are. So you and I've done this with my older son as well. I set it at eight so they can ask for permission to stay a half hour or an hour later. And this is a school night. I'm not talking about the weekend. No, I understand. So I, the reason I said your facial expression is making me like. Mm. Well, now hang on a second. When you say school night, I don't know if your children are in school or they are remote learning. Quote remote learning. All right. So they are remote learning. Okay. But I've been trying to keep the rules the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. They still have to get up every morning, yeah. you know, at seven o'clock and start their class, you know, in 15 minutes. And milk the goats and... And milk the goats, feed the chickens and all the other crazy things that make them do before they go to school. Anyways, the boy's a very nice boy and, and, and the family I've met, and they're a very nice family because I, I, I am old fashioned. I still want to meet the boy. I still want to meet the parents. So anyway, she comes home late and she calls first. So that's fine. She calls her mother and says, hey, I'm going to be late. But she wouldn't specify how late and i this must be the man because my brain just triggered as soon as it hit nine o'clock and she wasn't home i was losing it so i i ask where she is and my and my wife says the location and i'm like well i'm gonna verify this so i get to the get to the location because i just i just leave the house i don't know why i felt the need so you go to the boy's house now do you have your shotgun loaded at this point (laughs) James, I don't own a shotgun, but you're right. I did not bring my gun. <laughs> so I get there, and they're not there. So oh. now hello, I'm calling nonstop. Like, ring, doesn't answer. This person isn't available. Please leave a message. Don't you have location sharing? Yeah, but they ding, and I, I it's my daughter. I don't want to, you know, on the one hand, I'm I'm losing it. I'm, I'm my cheeks, my face is on fire. Um, I'm clenching the steering wheel, but on the other hand, I don't want a person where I'm dinging okay, her okay, so because so, she's going to know I'm dinging her, and she knows I'm going to be so. So at this her. point, you are like stark raving mad, but yes. you don't want people to know it. Yes. Okay, well that makes sense. I understand that. <laughs> okay, all right. That's a hard place to be. I, the next thing I know is uh, she finally answers, and I'm kidding. I must have called her 20 times, and she finally answers, and she says. Uh, Hey, Pop, I'm I'm home. <laughs> well, they, that's what you I'm get. I'm at your friend's house, who is a boy. I'm coming home right now, and I want to talk to you in the living room. When I get there, and she's waiting in the living room, She's she looks at me with these 
these baby girl eyes. Oh, you sucker. And I'm trying to stay pissed. So I give her the, I'm in charge of your safety. And you may not have been aware of this or you just accept it or you don't even think about it. But it's my duty as a father to make sure you're safe 24-7. And I will never, not now, not till the day I die, put up with you not being safe and not knowing where you are, especially now as a young woman. And she's sitting there looking at these blues and I'm, I'm pissed now, not at her. But at me for not being pissed anymore. What does that mean? <laughs> it means you, you know, became sane again. I, I don't know if it's if it's a man thing because my wife doesn't do it, and well, I don't see other women get pissed off. I don't. I know other men get pissed off. I don't have a, a female child, so I don't know what that's like. But I can tell you this, there is at some point coming up in the next few years, you're going to, going to have to let go of this idea that you're going to know where she is 24-7 and that you are going to be responsible for her safety. Right. Because this is going to happen whether you like it or not. She will become what we call an adult. Well, I already consider her an adult. No, you don't. A young adult. You're not treating her like one. Okay, young. Well, see, now that's a different thing from adult. Yes, a young adult. What I mean by young adult is... You can put your finger in the water of adultness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way of putting it. But you are not full privilege. You can still retreat into the safety of being a child. Yes. I figure in my, in my mind, I have two years of she can test the water. If she goes off to college, which I'm sure she will because she's a straight A student and everything else. When she goes off to college, I am going to be... I know I'm going to be crazy about wondering how she is, but I, I think I'll be able to handle it. It was a real eye-opener last night. And even after everybody went to sleep and everybody was quiet, I was so still like angry at myself for not being angry. And I didn't sleep well last night. Oh, that's why you didn't sleep well. Okay. <laughs> it was probably You probably didn't sleep well last night because I was dreaming about you. <laughs> so I, I walk in here today and you say, Christopher, uh, I was dreaming of you last. Or was, I don't. Well, let's say last night because it it plays better. <laughs> I, are you going to share? Yeah, if you want, it. it was it was really an interesting dream. There was nothing creepy about it, except for you being in it, which is you know you're kind of creepy. So that's <laughs> just. But I was at your house, and no, I'm not trying to throw any shade on your house. You have a nice house, but the house that I was dreaming of you in was unbelievable. It was kind of built into the side of a hill. And you couldn't really tell where the house started and the hill began. And there was like a grotto in the middle of it, an open grotto with this enormously beautiful tree. Did you say and tree? Tree, yeah. Okay. It was, you know, it I looked like... if you said, you know, enormously beautiful, like Amazon woman or something. You like big women? <laughs> no. Well, I should, oh. I, I have no preference. Hmm. I, as a man, generally speaking, I, I kind of like all women. I especially love one but, <laughs> <laughs> but generally speaking as is that the one you're man, married to i wasn't prejudiced against too many things well i've color, gotten shape size as, as i've gotten older i've appreciated a broader spectrum of females aesthetically yeah, speaking well, i started young with the broad spectrum of interests but i think i was pretty broad in the in my youth as well i think more broad than my fellows but um it has gotten significantly broader as i've aged well, even as a, as a young person, I could not stand uh, talking to a female that couldn't have a conversation. 
So she could be a knockout. If she couldn't talk, I I couldn't stand to be around her. Are you you saying you don't like dumb people? I, I don't like to use the word dumb, but I yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use it for you. Just pause and I'll put it in there for you. I'm pausing. I'm pausing. Dumb. Well, that is that's the number one attractive feature for me is intellect, and 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 not just intellect, but generally an academic minded intellect, as a t- yeah, as opposed to street smart or something like that. Not that I dislike that. It's just there's something about the academic female mind that just makes me lose my control. I, I remember um, this gal I was dating for quite a while, and my dad, he'd always say, "So why are you dating a Playboy model?" <laughs> She was very attractive. Or wouldn't the answer be why not? The thing was with me is, is I kept trying to encourage her to like get educated. So she didn't want to go to college. So I talked her into going to junior college. And then actually she ended up going to university. So I was glad about that. And unfortunately that was after I stopped dating her. But I couldn't hold any conversation other than who was doing what last week and all the small talk. And I just, at some point I was she was such a lovely gal, but I just, I couldn't stand not being able to talk about something other than what other people happen to be doing. Gossip. Gossip, right. Wow, that seems, sounds really tedious. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to talk about something interesting today. Do you remember? Did you, what you wanted to talk about? Well, last week, or last time we talked. <laughs> um, I'm never sure sh- if you're asking me just to set me up or if you're genuinely asking me. <laughs> so after the show, you said to me, the opening, closing, I don't know, should we call intro, it Intro, outro. That's what they're called. They're intro and outro. Yes. You're a podcaster now. You need to know the lingo. <laughs> so I've written a, quite a few of these over the years. Some used, uh, some not used. I put the one for the show together. And at the time that I finished it, I thought, ah, oh, this is, I like this. You heard it and you, I think you were going to, your face turned green. I thought you were going to gag. <laughs> Yes, but that was the way you presented it to me. You blaring out of a tiny little laptop speaker was not the right way to introduce that to someone. <laughs> well, Plus, you, you restarted it. You literally restarted it, I think, five times before you even got to the lyrics. And it's the first, I think it's four to nine seconds of it, the fourth second to the ninth second, which just makes my skin crawl. It's called dissonance. <laughs> you know, you said that before and it doesn't make it any better. You can put whatever fancy words you want on it. I don't like that part. That's the whole purpose of it. It's supposed to build tension. <laughs> okay. You of all people oh should boy. appreciate tension. I don't I don't <laughs> want tension before the thing starts. Slap me after, not before. So should we play it and then you give me your Please critique? play it. Okay. Yes. All right, here it goes. The whole thing. The whole thing. Okay, here it goes. I wish I could hear the music. Coffee. 
I mean, we do drink coffee. Oh, there it goes again, lucky you. So, um, I mean, we do drink coffee the whole time we're doing this podcast. Yeah, we do. <laughs> that is a bizarre piece of music. <laughs> so, okay, so when I when I put this all together, which didn't really take me terribly long, I think I can't. I, How long did it take you? Okay, so I I don't know if you know this. I love jazz. I think we've talked about that. Yeah, we have. Okay, I have. So I love jazz. I love blues. So, coincidentally, earlier that day, I had been listening to um, just some random jazz pieces. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to piece three of the last songs I heard, and then work them in. It was kind of more like a game for me. Like, can I squeeze in three different songs? and make them one song and that's what I came up with so that whole dissonant thing you were talking about at the beginning that's actually um, I think that okay so what that was that was a Duke Ellington song and then what I did is I just took the chords and changed the key but left them in the same position if you know what that means I don't know so that that created this crazy dissonant chord and I go wow that's disturbing that's that's a good place to start But I resolved it. I did. I resolved it with harmony right there, right? Like a fraction of a second after. That fraction of a second, I've already turned it off. (laughs) I listen to it, you know, every time we do the podcast, I listen to it at the beginning and the end. And I have to tell you, it's starting to wear thin on. (laughs) So uh, on episode six, when we put it in, I played almost. Not not we. Okay. We didn't put it in. Okay. I put it in. So I put it in at the beginning, and and now I'm really sick of hearing it. Though it's okay I, to change it, it's okay to change it. Please change it. <laughs> I like it at the end still, but at uh-huh. the beginning I can't stand it either. I, but here's something silly: my kids hear me in my office or studio, whatever you want to call it, where I do my editing. I caught my son singing this song when he woke up in the morning, and I go, "Okay, the hook worked." <laughs> Well, that's a good sign that the youth are picking up on it. Um, as I've said in the past, is that what you call the dissonance part, the piano part. Right after that, you come in with some horns. Right, right. And and when I've edited the podcast myself, which didn't get published, but when I was doing my own fiddling around with, I cut everything. I, I started with the horns because right after the horns, you also come in with your vocals. And I don't remember what your first thing is you, that you sing. Do you remember what the lyrics are? Why don't you come on down? What? Yeah, it's inviting, right? right? That's an inviting thing. You got those horns, which are kind of a, a nice intro, and then you have this inviting lyric, and and then you fade out really quickly. You don't you don't spend thirty seconds wasting everybody's time listening to the intro. Well, I'm trying to avoid my. Ter- I, you know, I have a That's, mediocre at best voice. At best. Oh, but it doesn't and matter. Like, okay, so okay. just hide it at the end with a okay, lot of. Okay, well, uh, that 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 might be a fair point because I really I am so incompetent when it comes to music i will listen to something i will listen to a piece of music that was literally made to sound bad and i think wow that's really good and then they, at the end of it they'll be talking wow that was really bad i was like what that was bad oh i didn't know that oh okay well it sounded good to me i don't know for me i listen to music all the time constantly but also if i'm not listening to it there's music constantly going on in my head so like when you watch a movie right and they got the music in the background mm-hmm. That's me 24-7. So I'm like, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, ah, and then I feel like a song going in my head. Sometimes it's something I heard, 
Sometimes it's my own little melody I happen to wake up to, and I'm not sure where the melodies come from, like that bird up there. I, I listen <laughs> I listen to a lot of music, and I, I hear music in my head all the time. You know, people complain about having songs stuck in their head. I don't complain about that. That's, just, that's free radio. <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm, that still doesn't make me any kind of connoisseur. It's like, you know, an idiot savant is someone who is otherwise incapable of really doing, they, they're, they're, they can't do anything, but they're very, very good at one thing, right? I'm like that, but without the one thing I'm very good at. I'm just the idiot when it comes to music. I, I, I have no, I've got ear or something. I, one, one time when but I was singing is, in the car, James, sh- I've listened to your, no, I got to cut in. Okay. So, I've listened to the music that you enjoy. You don't know what I enjoy because it's too broad. Okay. You, you you might flip a lid if you see the things I listen to. Do you know Billy Squire? Y- yes. I listen to Billy Squire. I also listen to Lindsay, Lindsay Sterling. Not exactly the same kind of thing. No, I guess not. If you, especially if you're listening to Billy Squire. I'm oh, like, you don't I like Billy, do you? Do you, do you dislike B- Billy? No, he's fine. I mean... Stroke me. God, stroke me. Stroke me. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, I, I, I want to stop myself as soon as I start singing. And this is what I was about to say. I was singing in the car one time with my wife. And she was grimacing. <laughs> and she didn't say it, but I said, you know, don't you like my singing? And she's like, well, not really. I was like, well, I, you know, I'm not that bad. I mean, I'm better than Garrison Keillor, right? And she does, she gives me that silent moment. <laughs> it's like, you're kidding me. Okay. Well, I want to go back to Billy Squire. Yes. I say, just, I want to be clear. Mm-hmm. I'm not burning on Billy Squire. He's totally fine for what he does wow. or did. But what I'm saying is that I've always found you can kind of tell someone's ear by the music they listen to. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. Once again, I cut well, you off. That's the problem. I, I'm trying to explain to you. I don't have an ear. Yes. Okay. All right. Except for that darn dissonance part that you have <laughs> in the intro. Well, I think if it's bothering you, you should probably change it. We were talking uh, recently about American flags. <laughs> Now, when I say American flags, I'm not. If, when you first started talking about it, I thought you were talking like historically. Like I'm, in my mind, I'm like picturing, you know, Betsy Ross, right. the, you know, with this the circle of thirteen stars. But that's not what you were talking about. No, I was talking about the state flags, and I was talking about this because I'm going to go give credit where credit is due. I was listening to. I've been a big fan of a podcast called Hello Internet, which is a very successful podcast between two pretty mellow people who are. They sound mellow, but they're really not mellow. They're very um, dedicated YouTubers who make you know extraordinary videos. They're, but I you think know. it's appealing to you because you come from a big design background. And right. So they, they started talking about, it, but they don't have much of a design background. So, but you it, do. It piqued my interest. So I and I and I know I've always hated the state flags. Most of the state. Some flags. of them are great, though. Some of them are okay. Most of them are dreadful. Well, and so I took a look, okay. just a quick look at all, right. at all 50 states, because Wikipedia has a page where they have them all laid out there. Of course. And I was <laughs> aghast at how bad they are, for the most part. Some, some are not so bad, and there are one or two that are pretty good. So when you brought up this subject to me, and now you brought it Wiki, once upon a Wikipedia. time, there was this thing that people used to read called an encyclopedia set. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... I have to tell you, I used to love going to the U.S. state flag section and looking at all the flags and thinking, okay, I've never been to many of these places. I'd like to go someday. And I almost thought like the flag was like a representation of what that place must be like. So if they had a really, in my opinion, boring flag, 
not going there. But maybe they had an exciting flag, you know. Uh, and so then I was more interested. And now that I've been, I think, to every state except Alaska, shame on me for that. They all seem interesting at some place at some point, even Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> even Delaware. Um, but so before we go into all the flags, I just really quickly, I have always loved the Arizona flag. Mm-hmm. The, the big problem I have with the Arizona flag, as much as I love it, I love the colors that they chose. It's blue at the bottom as if there was water here. And there is water here in this state, but it kind of it kind of reminds me of like that story of like Iceland and Greenland. Yes. And that is that it's a little deceiving. <laughs> well, that's only if you take it to be water. And if you look at the state flags as a whole, you know, all 50 at a time, you, you you see the one distinctive characteristic which they all not all share, but in the vast majority are blue backgrounds. So it may just be a nod to that. I don't know. See, this is why... But not necessarily... I think it might be worth talking about one or two flags per episode, but with me having an opportunity ahead of time to do a little bit of research (laughs) to find out, like, for instance, I mean, uh, duh, is the blue supposed to represent blue? I'll call up the the governor and ask him that question. Um, <laughs> no, to see see if that that blue is supposed to represent water, or if that was supposed to represent the the, the United States flag, or what that blue is is supposed to be. And and I think it's worth giving them at least a little bit uh, research and a little bit of you know situational awareness before I start tearing them into little pieces. <laughs> so the whole thing with color, I've always been very aware of the colors in flags and traveling not just around the United States but traveling around. Europe and other places. One interesting thing is, um, I've been in Germany several times in the past, and once in a while, um, I'll come up with, uh, I'll be in a situation where there'll be a German flag flying in the air, and I'll always ask, "What do the colors of the German flag mean?" And surprisingly, the answer is, "Oh, I have no idea. No one cares." And I'm yeah. like, "No one cares." I mean, I know what all the colors of the, the U.S. flag represent right and so when they don't even i mean they only have three colors yes but can i interject here yeah i i think you're overlooking a trait of the german people now they are i i have understood them to be a little bit less nationalistic like intentionally less national nationalistic than they have been in the past because when they get a little bit too nationalistic they get into some trouble (laughs) it seems like you'd at least understand where the like so for example ireland you have the green the white and the orange and you yeah right so green is is catholicism and orange is protestant wow you you know all this stuff huh (laughs) well don't you you just said yourself you want to look into the meaning of the flag i've been doing this for a long time because okay because once again, as a young person looking through the encyclopedia, another side story. This is the stupidest thing, but I got to tell you, when I was like six years old or seven years old, my parents were always talking about my genius uncle. Don't don't get me wrong. He's a smart guy. He's he's was for a short while Scrabble champion of the world. He invented a medicine that they're still using today to help people. And I get all that. But you hear it all the time at some point. You start thinking, okay, so he must be a genius. They had told me when he was about my age, which was six or seven, that he had read the complete encyclopedia. So then I said, well, I'm, let's see if I'm a genius, <laughs> which believe me, I know I'm not. But I'm just saying is as a young person, I'm like, okay, let's see how smart or not smart I am. 
and my parents had an encyclopedia set that they had actually purchased for us to read. So I literally started on the first page and every day nicked at that encyclopedia set till I got through the whole darn thing. Wow. Well, the short of it was when I got all done, I was like, wow, that was pretty interesting. And then I started going back. And so I was never a fiction reader as a kid. It's still not very That's right. into yeah. fiction. So I found myself going back into the encyclopedia to sections I actually enjoyed and rereading them. <laughs> is that ridiculous? Uh, to me, it sounds ridiculous, but I understand that like, this is what attracts me to women. My, my wife did the same thing. She read the encyclopedia when she was a kid. This is one of the reasons I'm married to her. I mean, that was what set her up to be my wife. <laughs> I, I enjoyed flipping through them for the pictures. I, I really enjoyed the, uh, the illustrations. National Geographic pictures. No, it's not. Okay, you brought it that. up once before. Okay, I know. So real I'm just pictures. saying. No, I, I was always interested to see the different things that they had illustrations because they have a very clear illustrations and whatnot. In fact, it reminds me, I have um, <laughs> a book, I think it was published, maybe it was published in 2000. Uh, it's the Macmillan Visual Dictionary. And this thing is pretty amazing. It's several hundred pages, but it's literally trying to be a visual dictionary of everything. So they have illustrations of computers and yeah, right. waste pipe, waste yeah, pipe yeah. management systems. And it's it's insane. And it's the kind of thing that is, is really funny to look at today because they have these things called fax machines in there <laughs> and like computer monitors that are like these big boxes. Well, were, weren't some of the photographs black and white? No, these, these were illustrations. Oh yeah. Right. right which is the astonishing thing. I mean, they're, they're not there. It would be easy to go take a picture of everything. It's a lot harder to make a very clear illustration and they all match in the same style. So yeah. it's pretty impressive. Another piece. thing with the encyclopedia sets is once a year they would come up with the, do you know what I'm talking about? No. An update book oh, that you attach yeah. to the end and then they had the little year date on the uh, I actually, binding. I, I can't remember that my, my my wife actually complained about the set that they had because uh, it was missing one. Oh, I think it was missing a lot. I, I don't know if they I don't know I don't know the story but I remember her complaining about it being very old so she would re, she would read a section it's like and she'd be like that's not right that country's not called that anymore. <laughs> so that's the other thing you have to re- remember about encyclopedias it was well, first of all, they were assigned. Uh, they were st- a status symbol. If you had a a relatively current encyclopedia right, right. set, no, you're right about like, that. I remember that. My wow. mom was like, she she put it in a place in the house where people saw it. Yeah, people would. You know, if people came to your house and were looking through your library because these are things we used to have libraries. I still have a library. Okay. Oh, I've seen your house. You have a monster's well, library. Well, I have too. a little bit of a library, and there's a lot of junk in there. More, there aren't that many books. It's interesting, though. That might be a good topic, though. Which books I actually think are important to have in print, but not right now. <laughs> it's probably not that interesting, anyway. But yeah, so encyclopedias used to be a big thing, but they were not all made the same. You know, there were definitely different qualities what, of. Which one ins- did you grow up with? I think it was a Britannica, but I, I'm not oh, sure. I grew up and with it was world world book, and it was probably a pretty recent one because my dad is. My mother was a teacher, and my father uh, was a very is an intel very intelligent person. So he just you know he got two degrees at or was it one or two degrees uh, after he retired. Oh, he kept going for it. Yeah, in in ancient Greek, he can speak ancient Greek. <laughs> I don't know why he wants to speak ancient Greek. He, he why not my, why not my, contemporary modern Greek? <laughs> well, there's a big crossover with that. But well, my brother married a Greek, and at, your brother married a Greek. Yes, and at their wedding. Uh, well, she's of Greek descent, but you know. Well, uh, here's my question: Does she or did she go to Orthodox church on Sunday? Ooh, she got married in Orthodox church. I don't know how often they go to church, though. 
I'm not going to, I'm not going to make any comment on her religious <laughs> affiliations beyond that. It's, at some point I want to go back to, to Boy, that Orthodox. service was long though. Good God. Okay. But I want to go back to the encyclopedia. So every year I actually would get excited about the updated. Uh, right. That makes sense. And I, the reason why was not because it was necessarily like, oh, it's going to be added to my encyclopedia set that makes me look more intelligent. Nothing like that. But the great thing about those books was is they were filled with space information. So I would be excited about learning about, like, for example, I was so excited when I found out that Saturn was not one big ring, but multiple rings. That was like a big thing for me. And then all the stuff that was coming out and the technology, it was the greatest thing. And, you know, those those uh, those rings, I think they only, they're pretty recent. Right, that's that's my whole point. They were oh. in the original encyclopedia set. You know, all of a sudden I had this. Well, no, no, I, I mean they 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 didn't always exist around Saturn. I think they're fairly recent. I don't like want to say hundreds of thousands of years, but oh, oh, but okay. it, in 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 the uh, in the uh, time span of our uh, our solar system, they're quite recent. And you know how I know that? Do tell. TikTok. Ah, TikTok. Do you, man? This is the thing. Okay, TikTok. <laughs> we'll talk about it at some point, but. Just a little little thing. Um, I follow, I don't know how many academic females on TikTok, but a lot. And a lot of them are wait, astronomers. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Acad- I've never even heard this. There's academic females on TikTok. That's almost all of my feed is is uh, astronomers mostly talking about astronomical, well, astronomi- but also etymology. There's this woman who talks about the, 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 uh, the origin of words, and it's wonderful because she debunks a bunch of this nonsense. Do you want to hear one quick one? I it's do. It's going to be a curse word, but though. Really quick, I don't watch TikTok, and I got into it to just see what the kids were doing, but I couldn't stand watching it because it was the same 15 songs where everybody did some booty dance. And I'm like, how many booty dances can you see to the same boring song? I would say it took less than an hour for me to train TikTok not to show me that crap. So I don't see that anymore. You know, I just... I just clicked it off. Figured out. I, I understand that, but this is this is the genius of TikTok. Is their algorithm actually works? But anyway, I'll, right, let me so just, I want to hear the the uh, anecdotal story here. The, with the etymologist female. is she attractive? Well, I think she is because she's brilliant. Okay, all right. I love how she talks. She's <laughs> she's not. I wouldn't say she's condescending. Does she have an accent? No, uh, but she has an academic not accent but way of speaking. So it might as well be an accent, and it's like catnip to me. All right. Um. Shit. S-H-I-T. Yes. There is a common misconception going around that it stands for ship high in transit. I've heard that many times. Okay. That is complete nonsense. And she explains that you know, that the word shit is older than acronyms. It's like a thousand years old. So it's it's older than even, well, anyway, the idea of the, of it, of, of the meaning of that, though, is ship high in transit was manure. You'd want, you didn't want that to get wet. So Oh, right. so, and then they would I write that. I think this rumor was started by teenagers. Who knows who started? It's probably the same people who did the flat earth nonsense. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Am I showing my intellectual bias there? <laughs> You're basically saying shit is, you didn't tell them what's the, what's the shit. Oh, no, mean? it means shit. Oh, shit does mean shit. It shit means shit. And it's very old. It's ancient. In fact, that's one of the funny things uh, is that most of our curse words are very old. It's hard to find the root of these words because they're so old. Most of them are from German, though. Well, it's it's funny. Did we talk about this once before? Did you ever read Beowulf? Beowulf? Um, I don't think I did. So I That's read the, uh, Shakespeare, right? <laughs> what? No, no. Oh I, no! I believe Beowulf is the Beowulf oldest... or Beowulf. I thought it was pronounced Beowulf. 
doesn't matter. He has a, doesn't he have a Beowulf a play or either title Beowulf or with Beowulf in it? I I don't do know. I'm know. just maybe I'm just but stupid. The book I read, as far as I understand, is the oldest known English language like Odyssey or saga. Uh-huh. The version I read was actually a translation done by an Irish person. And I can't remember his name right now, but it'll come to me. Wait, you, are you saying the Irish are people? Well, there are some that are. That was burned. <laughs> I, I apologize. I'm sorry. My um, wife, my wife's Irish, so you know, I feel like I can make oh, that right, joke. Oh, right, right, right. And when I read this, there was a couple of foul language words in there that were. I'm like, wow, okay, so this word really is ancient. And I'm starting to think that I did read the word shit in there. Yeah. <laughs> And now that it's coming to, because I'm slow thinking, I haven't, I'm only halfway through my coffee. Actually, a little more than halfway. But anyways, yeah, I think I did read that. And there's a couple other foul words in there mm-hmm. that obviously were written in a way so that slightly disguised. Because Old English obviously is like ancient Greek. It's not quite the same. Right, right. Which is, I do not recommend reading the Beowulf. Uh, in the original? Well, you can't. It would make no sense. Even the Irish. Well, uh, I bet this tech talker that I follow, she could probably do it. Do you, should I look her up? If if you, you feel you if you feel the I'll... need. But anyways, going going off on this this Beowulf version, I remember reading it, and I'm, at the end, I was so glad I finally got the story in my head. But then I was seriously disappointed because the amount of brain power and brain cells I burnt trying to understand the text. So I'm sure I'm showing Christopher the etymology of queen. And the etymology she's, queen she's fairly is attractive. Jess Zafaris, and that's J-E-S-S-Z-A-F-A-R-R-I-S. And that's at Jess Zafaris at TikTok. Oh, she's kind of cute. But she, and she's, oh, she now she, today she's doing debate. <laughs> originally meant to quarrel, fight, or make war. Comes from the old French debat. The most that. enchanting thing about etymology is that it's a gateway into the history of literally everything we have a name for. Every time we say or write a word, we call upon millennia of human wisdom and knowledge. Right, you gotta turn that off. As I've said before, the word etymology is literally... Why do I have to turn that off? She's reminding me of Pam from uh, from The Office. Except she's smart, so she's way hotter. <laughs> this I'm saying I'm Jess. Um, you see, have you seen... So you've seen The American Office. So years ago, when my sister was in college, she invited me over to just a visit, and she shows me this British show. And I watched the whole thing and I was so excited because like a year later, there was American version of it. Well, the thing about The Office was it was the only show that I enjoyed watching that my wife also Hmm. enjoyed watching. So it became like a thing we did once a week. Uh, I like that show only because it's difficult for me to find a show that both my wife and I both enjoy watching. But you don't like that show. You don't like Office. Okay, the British show, uh, the the British edition. I haven't seen the whole thing. I've seen a couple of episodes, and it's genius. But it is hard to watch because it is very awkward, to say the least. Well, that's the whole. Yeah, I, I know. I know the awkwardness, and it's it's to the extreme. The American version has got some great points to it, but I think on the whole, it just flops and fails. No way. There's no way it would have continued on that long. Oh, give me a break. You think popularity equates to uh, actually good content? But you don't think uh, Steve Carell did a good job of the American Uh, version of that show? My primary problem with the show is that you have contradictory elements that are trying to sit next to each other. And those contradictory elements are Steve Carell as Michael and uh, Dwight. Dwight and and, uh, Michael 
are these completely non-real, over-the-top, not you don't see them. They they just they don't. They, that they're was wonderful. A weird part. They're wonderful characters. That was a weird part of the show. They're wonderful characters. I love them, but then they sit next to other characters like Jim and Pam, who are deadpan. Not necessarily deadpan's the wrong word, but very realistic. And that's really Absolutely. that was really interesting to see. It's like I don't know. It's the first time on TV, but it's rare on TV to actually see real people, and they they came off as pretty well written, quote real people. And those two elements. Just in my mind, they just don't sit together. Pam's arc as a character is, I think, really awesome. And then it just falls off a cliff because they, they obviously at one point decide that they, they just want to write for the audience and make the audience happy. Right. So, that's so with the wedding and all spoiler that alert, yeah, you're right. Jim and Pam get together in the end, which should not happen based on the arc that she went through. She should be com- so over Jim. And, and, the, and the idea that he, she lost Jim without ever actually really having him that was the compelling part. That's the point at which her character changes and she grows. Any person in that position would have grown well past Jim. Well, how great would it have been if that show, when Jim moved away to Philadelphia, I think it was, and he never came back. That would have been, that would have been, <laughs> that would have been good too. But the idea that he would give up a job opportunity that he gave up, give up the job opportunity that he, that he had, is completely nonsensical. And yeah, and, and for right. Pam to say, oh, I'm sorry, but, but for Pam, Pam to want to stay in that podunk little town so that she could be a terrible painter uh, and, and you know, sell out Jim's future like that was just complete nonsense. And of course, in the end, oh no, we do get, Jim does get his magic job. So it turns into regular, it has some great elements in it, but it just turns into bland TV by the end. I, you're right. The That whole season... Where he comes back and I'm just like, oh my God, this is that. And to be honest with you, that's when I did stop watching it. I couldn't watch it with the oh, wife yeah. anymore. And I had forgotten about that. Um, and when I re, I haven't rewatched the show in a while, but when I had rewatched it a couple of times, the seasons, I remember thinking, okay, that I'm enough. I'm done with this whole drama. It's not funny anymore. So you, you can't get through the whole thing? I can't, you're right. The last few seasons, I'm just like, well, once Michael left, once uh, Steve Carell left, they really should have ended the show. Just, but just they give did do up. a funny transition thing for a short while, where they had different bosses coming in. Like, yeah, they the, had James Spader. They had James Spader. Amazing, in. he was amazing. Oh, he was so hilarious. Again, a great part to a terrible show. Well, and he, I, I thought he brought it back alive, and I was like, when he had he had him come to his expensive house, and he didn't give a crap about anything, and he would say something philosophical. But it really was not. You're right, right. Yeah. No, br- absolutely brilliant. <laughs> and then I think he, his character wound up at the very end. He was setting up a, a charity foundation for something like displaced European models or something like that. I don't know. Or was it um, orphan European model? Yeah, you know, something completely. He just wanted to be around pretty women and he wanted to, and he was setting up, he was getting people to pay him to do that. It was, it was hysterical. <laughs> well, we are, I am getting close to the end of my coffee. Is there anything we needed to follow up on before we go? Well, there'll be follow up next year. Uh, next year. Next year. Actually, we're on, we are getting near the end of the year. That's kind of funny. Oh, I mentioned last time that if your car is over ten years old in Rhode Island, it's free range. You can you can take you it and get it registered. That. That's been bugging me ever it since is, you it said is that. True, but as of two thousand ten, they've increased that to twenty years. So now, if you have a car that's more than twenty years old, you can steal it. Which is pretty common. These days, anyways, cars actually last. There was this period where American cars and most other cars were like fizzing out after 10 years. But it seems like in the last couple of years, 
um, most of the cars have come out are hitting the 15 year and with a small amount of repair, you can get them to work for 20 years. I would, yeah, I've noticed that trend too. And I would say that started to change in the nineties. By the late nineties, a lot of car manufacturers were making cars that were so much better. It is really hard to understand the difference between like a 1995 model and 1985 model, like take a Corolla or something like that. The difference is shocking. Like you could still drive, like respectably drive a 1995 Toyota Corolla. An 85 Corolla is a piece of junk that you will die in. <laughs> the, the problem now, we always end up talking about cars. Do we? I don't know why. I don't so know anything about cars. The problem now is there's a huge line that you have to cross mentally if you go from an old car. And that is old cars don't have the USB port at some point. And once you get used to the USB port, charging your phone... Uh, connecting to your radio, all these modern gadgets. I think it's a challenge. He's like, okay, I, I love this old car. I love the style. I love the look. I love the paint job. I love when I sit in it, but it doesn't have a USB port. <laughs> I think we're coming to the end of that period though, because with just adding like a USB battery, battery pack to your car, uh, that would solve that problem. Or, you know, you could get a head mount, a new he- or, or radio that has a USB in it built in. And, but I say that because, granted, there's so much other technology that lacking in a, you know, a 2005 car, but you just stick your iPhone, I mean, yeah, yeah, your iPhone or your Pixel phone or whatever smartphone you have, and suddenly you have better technology built into your car, or not built into your car, but in your car than you had 10 years ago or five years ago or three years ago. <laughs> yeah, so the phone, you know, just the phone, you can just stick it on your dashboard and yeah, it replaces right. everything. Right. Right. It's kind of shocking, right. but we're still, you know... Right. There was a period of time where the USB port was a must-have. And, and it's not the same, but I remember at some point I was looking at cars. I'm like, all right, this car still has a cassette. Yeah. In it. <laughs> all right, James, I really need some more coffee. Okay. All right. Thanks for coming over. Thank See you, you next week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Don't you see me? Take a boo. Don't you feel me? It's morning dew. All I want yes. is a cup. Yes. A very large cup. Yes. In my hand. Yes. A large cup. Hot. Warm. Oh. Cup. It's not tea. And it must be dark, dark brown. Oh, it's made from beer. Make it hot, make it hot, make it very, very hot. Coffee. coffee.